The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. To employee number one, I'm Rand McNally. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jim Bridger, Dixon Sider. I need a bath, ma'am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna address the elephant right in the room here. I need our. We are kind of a deep voice there. Maybe you're hiding something. Maybe Olympic swimmer. Are we? Into it? No, you, you. <laughs> I'm good. My apologies, Anita. You need an amputation? Mm. Doing fine. Okay, so sometimes when you tuck it, does it go far back enough you can fuck yourself? It depends on length. Is it length or girth? Length. Well, oh. it's got to be length. If it was girth, I mean, you get a real fucking chubby, you get it stuck push. in there between the cheeks, it ain't going to work. Be like tight underwear. No. Oh, you got yeah. to have <laughs> stuck that. Stuck the wrong guy, man. <laughs> can you suck your own tits when you do a somersault? Hmm? No. Oh my God! Do you have an OnlyFans nope. page? Move on. No. Only air conditioners. God, that took a weird turn. I'm in a weird state of mind. Oh, hey, speaking of rock and roll and states of mind, what about geography? Are there any fun rock and roll songs about geography? It's not really like state of mind, but there's New York state of well, not really rock, but there's New York state of mind by Billy Joel. Billy Joel's rock. I don't care who you are. I don't think it's rock. Sing us a song. You're the piano man. There is no more rock instrument in the fucking world than the piano, and you know it. Not going to happen. Well, I don't know. The killer, killer played it. Killer Jerry played Lewis, it. Yeah. Killer played there you it. go. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Is it because you're into that cousin fucking? Oh, ho. oh my God. <laughs> That's a different show. You went there. Boom, boom, boom. What do you think about when you hear that song? Sweet Home Alabama? Yeah. No, fuck. The McGillicuddy Shuffle. Of course, Sweet Home Alabama. I think of like a nice day, somewhere just kicking back, drinking a beer. I mean, it's always like camping music or something yeah, like what, that. the weather's good. The weather's always summer good. Music. Yeah, summer music for sure. Absolutely. Hmm. Just good times. Sweet Home Alabama just translates to good times. Did it's you... not fucking music. It's you... nothing. It's good time music. You can't be angry. No. True. And the second that riff starts... You're fucking instantly just good times. So um, Ian Asprey from The Cult did a version of that with Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath, and it was Sweet Home California. Does that just uh, make your tits I, all perky and shit, or what? I, I thought you were going to mention California. Well, we're, that was the token mention of the Golden State. It has been disqualified from further episodes because every fucking accident happens in California. You mean you were able to find stuff outside of California? Yeah, our research department actually did some the work research this time. Depa- the research department excluded California and couldn't find anything from Rhode Island. Florida should be rich. Florida had some interesting shit. Anita, you got a song about geography? My own private Idaho, B-52. Your own. Oh, nice. Oh, boy. 
You like potatoes? Yeah. There are so many fucking cool things that happen in that state, and all they're known for is potatoes. Well, it's actually been said that Anita is actually from Idaho originally. Yeah. The gym state. No shit? Yeah. The gym state? Yeah, before they said famous potatoes, it said gym state on their license plates. Gym? Gym, G-E-G-E-M, yeah. Jim, like Jim Morrison? Like pretty, pretty rocks. Jim, like Jim Bridger? Jim Bridger. Like pretty ah. rocks, okay. Oh, Jim, like a diamond in a goat's ass. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ren? What do you got, buddy? I got nothing. <laughs> no, no, no geographical song? No. I'm in a bad state of mind. And yeah, so no, was employee number one. Oh, wait, before we get to that shit, we're going to do things a little bit differently since none of us have been here before. Instead, those those other people typically talk about penalties and what was assessed and, the, you know, stupid, tawdry things like the value of human life. We're not going to do that. I think that's a key factor of the show. I don't know. I haven't listened to it Have yet. you ever are downloaded you, the show? Are we going to talk about baking recipes or something? Or? No. No, we're going to talk about the horrible shit that happens. But we're not going to talk about the penalties. So you guys pick a letter, or you guys and gals pick a letter, and the other guys and gals, and whatever combination they're in, pick a state that starts with that letter, and then we read a story. Who wants to start? Go ahead, Jim. Pick a letter. Uh, W. Jim picks W. Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, OSHA website is down. I can't get to Wisconsin. Pick somebody. Pick a different letter. A. A. Okay. Anybody got a state that starts with A? Arkansas. Arkansas. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Jim could be disqualified here. Report ID zero six two seven one zero zero. At ten forty five a.m. on July fifth, twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Report uh, ID. Are you gonna puke? Yeah. Report ID zero six two seven one zero zero. Siloam, Siloam, S I L N. Some place in fucking Arkansas. Who gives a shit? It's Arkansas. At ten forty five a.m. on July fifth, twenty twenty one, or July fifth, twenty eleven. Employee number one arrived at a residence to prepare, and then they put parentheses drilling and trenching, for pestis. <laughs> Pestis. Pesto. <laughs> He's drilling for pesto? Yeah, it's going well. Employee number one arrived at a residence to prepare... Pet... <laughs> Anita, would you like to take over the narrating process at this point? Employee number one arrived at a residence to prepare for pesticide spraying for termites. Employee number one entered the crawl space under the house at least 20 minutes after arriving on site. Employee number one was observed and spoke with the homeowner at approximately 12.20 p.m. At 3.50 p.m., the homeowner discovered employee number one in the crawl space with the wand used to apply pesticides up his ass. <laughs> with the wand Does used it really to... say that? No, it says it in his left hand. Oh. Pesticides... Yeah, pesticides had been sprayed in the crawl space and around part of the house. The homeowner called emergency rescue services, which arrived at the house. Employee number one was pronounced dead at the scene. The death was ruled natural causes by cerebral cere, cerebral, cerebral aneurysm. 
by the Arkansas State Medical Examiner's Office. So how was it ruled an industrial accident? Happened he died wounds. on the job. He was working. Okay. Yeah. That's why you never want to squirt one off with your left hand. Don't want to be caught dead at work, no. Any of you folks ever been to Arkansas? Yes. No. You really have? Yes. What were you doing there? Trying to buy beer. Trying to buy beer in fucking Arkansas. On a Sunday. That doesn't work. You're a few states away from Arkansas. Where were you when this happened? Georgia. He was in Arkansas where it happened. That's why he said he'd been to Arkansas. Oh, Jesus Christ. I couldn't buy beer on Sunday in Georgia. No one told me this or I would have bought more beer on Saturday. So I thought, well, I'll just drive next next state over. That didn't work out either. Hey, I need to guess what? Yeah. What? I got a story from Arkansas. I mean, uh, Georgia. You want to hear it? Sure. Okay. Report ID 0453730. On February 19th, 2003, employee number one was operating a Dikeer, K-I-E-R. Is it E after I? I after E except after C. A Dikeer expansion tank. And during the high temperature drain part of the process, he opened the lid. As a result, the hot chemical solution gushed out of the tank onto employee number one also splashing four other employees. Fucker. Employee number one fell on the floor while trying to move away from the tank. A second gush of solution gushed again onto employee number one. A cohort... <laughs> that technical term, huh? Yeah. Chemical bukkake. A co-worker helped employee number one move away from the tank with the hot solution. Other employees sustained minor thermal burns, except one employee. What... Why would they? Okay, serious. Except one employee who sustained serious burns of the hands. All employees then received first aid and were transported to a medical facility. Employee number one sustained second and third degree burns to approximately 90% of his body. Ooh. Employee number one was transported to a specialized burn unit in Georgia where he died. If you laugh about that, you are a sick motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. You're welcome. Need another beer? Who? Anita? Yeah. Anita needs another beer. Anita, another beer. Okay, time out. Any of you uh, people letter in any sports in high school? Yes. No. What, what's your favorite letter? It was a G. How's that? G. Didn't we already do a state with a G? Yeah, we did. How Isn't many states like, have G's? I think only one. Oh, Christ. Okay. Christ starts with C. C. Pick a state. Pick a... Pick... Uh, it's good what, what state start with C? Connecticut. Connect... Connecticut. Colorado. Uh, uh, we already got a state with C, Anita. Clip your toenails. Report ID. Where'd it go? <laughs> Zero one one two zero zero. Fuqua used to. Oh wait a minute. This said... <laughs> Fuqua. <laughs> yeah, it said Houston, Texas, but this happened in Groton, Connecticut. That's not much better than Fuqua. Sphincter. On December eleventh. Oh, that's when the planes crashed. Right? That was September. Oh, on December eleventh, two thousand and two, employee number one was working beneath a pier. The float became unstable and flipped over, striking employee number one's head while employee number one was on the float. 
He was trapped between the flipping material float and a concrete piling. When he was pulled out of the water, employee number one was fucked. Employee number one was... a dolphin? Manatee? Employee number one was bleeding from his... (laughs) When he was pulled out of the water, employee number one was bleeding from his ears, nose, and mouth. He was flown to... Corpus. It happened on purpose? He was flown (laughs) to a hospital in Norwich, Connecticut, and he died shortly after arriving at the hospital. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell they just said a float. Isn't that yeah, like a huge... Float made of? Yeah, is that, that's just like too too vast of a definition, I feel. Okay, we got more clarification like a on the float. Yeah, exactly. It could be like a log, technically, right? Exactly, yeah. Just pool noodle. <laughs> yeah, just something... Pool noodles. It could be a turd, really. I mean, it floats too. Sinkers and floaters. You ever have them weird gravel nope, shits nope, where like nope, eight nope, of them hit the nope, bottom nope, and one just bobbing nope. like... Uh-uh. Move on. You ever take off your glove and then suck the juice out? Does it taste like chicken soup? Give me a D, a bouncing D. Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> Report That's ID. Like, Wait a minute. They don't have state. There's no state called fucking Denmark. Oh, it had to be a United States state? Yeah. State. Yeah. It's uh, OSHA. Delaware. It's the, <laughs> Delaware. Delaware. Well, let's see what they got. Report ID. Zero five five one eight zero zero. This happened in Indiana, so that's the wrong state. Never mind. Yeah, you want to hear about it anyway? <laughs> Let's I think go you're for the one that's confused. Sir. All right, all right, there, ma'am. So I, oh, Delaware County. That's where the problem was. Oh, the research department again, right? The fucking research department. Fuck. Yeah, what'd you pay for? Muncie, Indiana. At approximately, or Delaware, at approximately 8.15 p.m. on May 26, 2010, worker number one, he must be from, he must be Dutch, because around here we call those employee number one. He got downgraded. Employee number one, a licensed plumber, and employee number two, the plumber's future son-in-law assisting with the work. We're changing up. put the, the story. <laughs> <laughs> future son-in-law. <laughs> 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 That's fucking funny to me. <laughs> if this deals with poop, we're going to lose some money. Yeah. yeah anytime you enter plumber, it's all over, right? So dad and the guy fucking the old lady's daughter were changing out a pump inside a 12 foot five, wait a minute, 12 foot deep by five foot diameter well pit at a residence as a favor to the homeowner. The, you want to hear about the well pit? Nope. It's a brick lined hand dug well dating back 100 to 120 years. It was originally powered by a wooden sawmill, but had been adapted to a deep well pump system. Is this really in the report? The old pump system. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> needs a. I mean, they involved the uh, future son-in-law. The no, old pump think... had not been used in 10 to 12 years and was rusted in place inside the well casing. Employee number one accessed the well pit with an extension ladder and poured up to 3.75 gallons of muriatic acid into the, the casing goblet? to dissolve the rust. Up to 3.57. No, yeah, 3.8 is the breaking point. Why are they so specific about the random stuff? Well, he exited the pit and waited several hours. They don't get too specific about the time frame. No. Before entering the pit again to attempt to remove the pump. Employee number one collapsed due to lack of oxygen or because he was dissolved by fucking acid (laughs) or because he was overcome by vapors that had built up inside the well. Employee number two, the future son-in-law, was working at the top of the well. 
He entered the well to assist employee number one and also collapsed. The homeowner called 911. Then also collapsed. Within, <laughs> within, oh my God. Within <laughs> minutes, a 32 year veteran firefighter arrived in his personal vehicle and became the third victim when he entered the well, attempted to climb back out then collapsed after falling off the ladder back into the well. Apparently somebody missed confined spaces fucking training that Jesus. day. Shortly <laughs> there... At, this is getting interesting here, kids. The entire city just fucking passed out from that acid gas. They're tripping on acid. Shortly after, another firefighter, a six-year veteran, arrived in his personal vehicle, oh, and guess what? Please let him go down the hole. He became the fourth victim as he entered the well to assist the victims and also collapsed. Next on scene were four more firefighters. Oh, with How long have they been on the job for? <laughs> it doesn't say, but it was a volunteer. What the fuck? I'm okay. all into this, and now it's just cutting that part out of oh, it. Now, wait a minute. This is the volunteer fire department, for Christ's sake. They suited up with self-contained breathing apparatus, rigged up ropes, and began removal of the victims. During so they got to do a this time, the corpse... <laughs> This time the part-time guys show up, and they're the ones that have the actual equipment. Yeah. Well, they got to use it once in a while, so they got to justify it. <laughs> During the removal of victim number four, the first out, the Muncie Fire Department arrived and assisted with the rescue, providing a harness to remove the other victims. Delaware County. See, this is where the fucking... All this right. was the kink in the woodwork. All right, we'll give it to you. Delaware County EMS arrived and transported all the victims to Ball Memorial Hospital in a bag. Where worker number one died, worker number two was in a medically induced coma and was found to show no brain activity and taken off life support on June 8th, 2010. Victim number three received 15 staples to closed wounds on his head from falling off the ladder into the well <laughs> when he attempted to self-rescue and was released from the hospital June 1st, 2010. Victim number four was also placed in a medically induced coma suffering from respiratory failure and was on a ventilator for approximately four days. I wish that dog would quit scuffing. Victim number four was released from the hospital and expected to make a full recovery. After consulting with the Delaware County Health Department and IDEM, I don't know what the fuck that means. I'll probably Indiana Department of something something. Liberty Vol- Oh. Excrement movements. <laughs> the fire department put 1,800 gallons of water into the well pit to flush it clean and displace any residual acid. It was confirmed through interviews interviews of employee number oh, Christ on a crutch. It was confirmed through interviews of employee number one and employee number two's family members that employee number one was a licensed plumber doing work independently as a favor for a friend. No compensation was to be given for work performed at this residence. A fucking freebie. She's not an employee then. Good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Such a good point that it you fucking dinged. It wasn't me. My phone's off. No, it was Rand's phone up there. A B C D E F G X. Wisconsin. X. <laughs> the state of ten? Sure. There's no state of ten. <laughs> Next. What's the tenth state? What's the tenth state? The original thirteen, so. Yeah, I don't know. You go back to South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, we do have South Carolina. Let me cue that up. See, I can be helpful. Absolutely. Good job, Anita. He's got the tools. Watch that he stuff. They've got the tools. Whatever the tools are. They, them, have they their tools. 
I've never been to South Carolina, but this may have happened in Mississippi. No, wait a minute, that's South Carolina. Report ID 0454510. On October 19th, 2008, employee number one was working at the South Carolina State Farm. I knew this was in South Carolina. South, South Carolina, Carolina, Wisconsin. South Carolina State Fair with the change ride inverter. A oh portable. God. More oh, fucking. Another amusement. More carnies. A portable model number 414. Serial number 414. That sounds familiar. Dash double lot. 899. Employee number one took measurements of a metal grating that had developed that had developed a hole, and he was preparing to fix the hole. Employee number one left his tape measure under the rotating amusement ride. Oh Christ. When he attempted to retrieve it, he was stuck by the 10,000 pound ride counterweight. Did you say stuck or struck? Struck. I think he said stuck. I, I heard stuck. When he attempted to retrieve it, he was struck by the 10,000 pound ride counterweight. Employee number one it? was killed. You want to keep talking? Yeah. What? He was struck by it? He was right? stroked. Employee number one was killed. At the time of the accident, the ride, guess what, was in operation and was not down for repairs. And employee number one was halfway in the danger zone. Why did he fully in because he got killed, you know? Well, yeah, he was. It said he was in the danger zone. Yeah. Maybe he was in a danger zone. I just thought I'd throw a little Kenny Loggins into the mix. He didn't even do it right. That was so close to the original recording. I mean, we get a copyright strike on YouTube. Really now? Yeah, Kenny Loggins is <laughs> sharpening his knife. His head that's a little weird. I mean, he heard it, but no one else. I thought Kenny Loggins was here with us. I'm not gonna lie. What do you think Kenny Loggins says when he's constipated? Oh, I, I can't that. Kenny log off. <clears throat> Boy, howdy. Bad things happen in South Carolina. I, I hope people don't make fun of shit that happens on amusement park rides. That's just tasteful. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I think we're going to have fun. We're better people than that. Anybody got a new letter? A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. Pick one. C. C. I haven't picked it. Well, you... You're just going to sit there. Sit there. Yeah, sit the only there. time you ever talk is when he's fucking talking. No so. shit. Should we just throw beer bottles in? Okay. Soon. Okay. So somebody else that hasn't talked yet, pick a state that starts with a letter C. California. Fuck California. Colorado it is. Did we already do Colorado? No. No. All right. Colorado. Rocky Mountain High. Please let this happen on a weed farm. Please, please, please. Report ID 08420. Nice. <laughs> Report ID 086600. This happened in Wisconsin. Oh, wait a minute. We got two Colorado addresses. It was either in Weston, W E S T O N, or La Veta. La Veta? Maybe they're just neighboring cities. Maybe. Maybe there's twin cities. I bet I know the county. At approximately 11.25 a.m. on February 27, 2007, employee number one was operating a 1995 Kenworth Bobtail truck. Well, that's a bobcat. With a 4,000-gallon tank to haul wastewater from gas wells in Los Animas County, Colorado. Los Animas? That's a lot of wastewater. He was on a steep, dry, winding, hard dirt road with an approximately 45... 
four to five degree slope. I almost said a 45 degree slope. Yeah, that'd be good times. The truck did not have adequate maintenance or inspection records. There's a shocker. Work had been done on the truck's brakes a couple of weeks before the incident. Oh, no. not correctly. The truck also they had a backwards. The truck also had a stiff suspension and was known to hop or bounce easily. At the time of the incident, now wait a minute. They haven't even talked about the fucking incident yet. And they're talking about all this shit that was determined after the incident. They're painting a picture. All right. At the time of the incident, the truck was going downhill to some wells. There were some long skid marks <laughs> in his shorts. Well, apparently and, the brakes worked. And up to the area that where the... That may the problem. <laughs> they worked too well. And up to the area where the truck went over a steep embankment. Ooh. Employee number one either jumped from the vehicle or was thrown from the vehicle. Hey. He was killed by the impact. Jesus. Anybody got some smart-ass shit to say about Colorado now? No, I just wish the last guy who wrote the article so that we could know exactly what year the truck was and <laughs> who manufactured number. it, yeah. It was a 1995 Kenworth Bobtail truck. Oh, I missed that part. My bad. Sorry. But it doesn't have the VIN number. And we don't know if it was the uh, future son-in-law of the guy that built the truck. No. But he was the sperm that won. <laughs> Not for long. Are we all? God, we're burning through the alphabet, kids. Who's next? Go uh, for it, Jim. Jim Bridger. Pick a, pick a number or a letter between A and South Carolina. Seven. Seven. <laughs> All right. Hawaii uh, it is. Phew. Report ID 0951510. On January 21st, 2010, employee number one. The foreman of a steel erection crew. <laughs> <laughs> That's juvenile. That's fucking juvenile. I wonder if it was... He was helping to install insulation and metal roof panels over <laughs> beams and purlins they had previously erected. <laughs> Employee number That's one... Just juvenile, man. ...and his co-workers wore fall harnesses, but they were not connected to a fall arrest system. So they're, they're That's like poking about. a hole in your rubber so your dick don't sweat. <laughs> Employee number one was standing on a purlin at the lower edge of the roof to position a section of insulation slash vapor barrier material that had just been laid <laughs> out when he fell between the purlin and the material. Oh, Approxim- it, was the insulation pink? When he fell between <laughs> when he fell between the purlin and the material, approximately 22 feet to the concrete pad below. First aid responders found employee number one unconscious and not breathing, with a weak pulse and apparent skull fracture. He was taken by ambulance to the Hilo Medical Center and was then flown to Queens Medical Center on Oahu in critical condition and on life support. Employee number one was declared dead on January 22, 2010. The autopsy found multiple skull fractures, swelling and bleeding of the brain, a fractured cerebral vertebra, and fractured right femur. Interviews with employer representatives and co-workers and documents provided by the employer showed that the employer had a written safety and health program that required fall protection at heights above six feet. Not to worry, we know better. Interviews and documents also showed that employee number one and the other crew members were experienced in steel erection (laughs) and had been trained in February and March 2009 on fall protection and steel erection (laughs) safety. (laughs) 
the training did not cover the Hawaii state steel erection <laughs> standard, which has stricter requirements for fall protection than the federal standard. The accident was reported on January 21st, 2010 by Hawaii County Police. The accident investigation was opened on January 22nd, 2010. He had one hey, ticket to paradise. Hey, hey, Brand, I got a question here. Was there any fines involved in that? Because there seemed to be a lot of documentation from the company and stuff. I'm just a little curious. <laughs> Oddly enough, yeah, although we haven't addressed fines heretofore in this fine award-winning program, there was a penalty assessed, the initial and current penalty match. You want to guess? Three nope. Ritz crackers. Three Ritz crackers. And a gummy bear. $6,000 is what it cost. There were three serious violation items. What's the point wearing a harness if you're not going to tie off? They're uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But you get to so look you don't cool. Because <laughs> when you take them selfies and you got them nads all snugged up and you get that poofy paunch in the front. Yeah, you, you tighten them up or your nads get squished by the thing when you fall. You no, you pull them out front, there. right? Huh? I never had to wear one, so I don't know. Are you tucking them in the back? No, well, you don't want to tuck them because the, the straps go underneath there. And if you tuck them, they'll get squished and they'll hurt. Okay. So you don't tuck them either? No. Anita doesn't, okay. Anita doesn't tuck. So, Dixon, I think we should get a little personal in this show. Have you ever known anybody named Mason? I have not. Have you ever gone south of the Mason-Dixon line? Ha, ha, ha. No. That's, that's not a joke. I'm talking about cunnilingus. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm big on that. All right. You ever eat pussy from... Uh... No, no, wrong show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. We already did Florida, didn't we? Did we do Georgia? We, we didn't do Florida, did we? No. No. Fuck, we got to do Florida. Yeah, that's a necessity. We did Hawaii and Connecticut, but we didn't do fucking Florida. All right. Uh, we also didn't do Wisconsin either. That Mason-Dixon line, right? That's Florida. Is yes. That... Technically, right. yeah. You guys ever been to Florida? No. Yes. You did? Yes. What happened in Florida? I seen the Magic Kingdom. He ate some of his face off after taking bath salts. Yeah, that's not the Magic Kingdom. That's a hallucination, my friend. Report ID 0418800. On October 16th, 2011, an employee was working as the owner of a restaurant in... As the owner of a restaurant in Miami, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, funny. that's funny to you? <laughs> yeah. He entered... Still work in Florida. Employee number one entered a sewer manhole to replace some pumps. Now, what the fuck? No. And yeah. we, know, we, know, f- we know what they're pumping. Let's just keep moving. Upon entry into that manhole, he lost consciousness. When co-worker number one entered the space, he fell ill and had to come out. No testing or breathing precautions were taken either by the restaurant owner or the co-worker. Employee number one, the restaurant owner, was taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. The co-worker who had attempted to rescue was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced, treated, and released to go home. I got you going there for a second, didn't I? Yep. Only the restaurant owner was listed on the injury line. The injury line? There was no mention of the co-worker. According to the information gathered from the local authorities, the composition of the ambient air within the manhole was measured at 200 parts per million of hydrogen sulfide, that's sour gas, 
and 1,200 parts per million. Wait, wait, wait. So a manhole is full of sour gas? Imagine that. Of carbon monoxide. The narrative says that approximately 12.27 p.m. on October 16th, 2011, OSHA's Fort Lauderdale, Florida area office received a call from Miami-Dade Fire Rescue to report the fatality. You know what's weird? Did it ever explain why the uh, owner of a restaurant was in a manhole? There was a blockage. Oh. We're working on a pump. Oh. oh. Anyway. I need to pay attention. The, the date might have been entered incorrectly. How so? That's what it says here in the documentation. Are you sure? Is that the end of this? Well, that's the end, yeah. You want to... Right. Oh. He wasn't fucking playing the harmonica down there. He couldn't breathe, for Christ's sake. That's unfortunate. Yeah, the bad scene. We have several states left to go. Is this something that should continue? I think we need to do Wisconsin. Something like 50 yeah. of them. Yeah. 50 states. Oh, yeah, we can. We haven't done anything with Puerto Rico. I mean, they haven't done anything with Puerto Rico. No, Puerto Rico's been covered. Remember the guy that got one episode? Crawl out of the manhole and got hit by a car, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy went across the street to get a Slurpee and he came back to a sludgy. That's right. Yeah. Tiger's blood. Oh, we did Guam. They did Guam, too. Remember there was a Guam? Guam, yeah. Guam? Guam. It's Guam. Guam. Wake me up before you go go. Hey, you ever. Nope. All right. Nope. Well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. They didn't. For this cavalcade of doom, I have been named Rand McNally. I've been joined by my co-hosts. Jim Bridger from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin? <laughs> I'm not responsible. Dixon Cider. Dixon Cider and Anita Bath. Are you related to Anita Wipe My Ass? No. Anybody else got a better way to end I'm this not, show? No. Well, you're the only fucker that knows how to do this. You're to be a cocksucker. Boo! <laughs> Thanks, Anita. Bye now. Ah!